right, I'm going to tell you a story, and we have to decide if this is adorable or annoying. Okay. Okay, this is the Colleen and Bradley Show, My Talk 1071. Can Colleen it be annoyable? Lindstrom. You know what? It might be, actually. Okay. That is an option. Is that an option? Yeah, Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Trainer. Hi. Okay, this one has to do with Heidi Klum. Um, like, I don't really, I don't know. I used to watch Project Runway. I, I think she seems like a neat gal. Um, but I don't know if you know this. She's got, like, four kids. Four? I think four. Um, with Seal? She's got three with Seal. And then, I believe, three. There's, she's, her oldest child, though, is uh, her oldest daughter just moved away to college. And this is her 18-year-old, who is her daughter, along with uh, a former um, relationship with Flavio Briatore. That's a, who's an that's Italian a, I was going to say, that sounds man. like a delightfully Italian name. Flavio, yeah. what is it? Uh, f- uh, Flavio Briatore. Oh, I like that. I like that. And he, so he's an Italian businessman, which also just, sounds, just sounds like he's awesome. an Italian businessman. Yeah. I bet he looks great in a suit. Probably. He, yeah, he probably has got a lot of them. Uh, <laughs> anywho, she, so the two of them have a, a child together. She's 18. And uh, she just left the nest Oh yes, she went to college. She uh, went to college in New York, and uh, Heidi Klum helped her move in, and then left her right for the first weekend. Like yeah. this is super relatable. My mom did that with me. My mom drove me. Uh, yeah. Actually, did we drive? No, we flew here, and then uh, she spent the weekend with me, and then I was on my own. Right? You were. There, she was like, "Okay, great. You got everything you need. Uh, yeah. Maybe spotted <laughs> really you some sad, extra though. money for like I don't know shampoo or something oh, yeah. like that." Like, Mom always gives you like, yeah, "Here's twenty like, bucks and like some snacks." Don't and use it on like, drugs right, or alcohol. Yeah, and then was like, "See you later." And then, and then you initiated the next contact, right? Do you remember that? Yeah, I mean, my mother was pretty hands-off. Like, I went back for holidays, like at Christmas, yeah. I think it was the first time I went back. But, but we, like, you know, I called her. and Yeah, but but probably, I, you probably don't even remember this. Like, I don't even think I remember this, but I'm pretty sure my mom was like, I'll drop you off, and then you can call me when you're ready. Like, she was like, you're going to, like, live your life a little bit. and yeah, like for sure. Do your thing, yeah. and then, like, well, you call me. And my mom me. didn't have that kind of relationship. Like, I had one friend who her mom and her would talk every night, and I'm pretty sure still do, which is awesome for her. But, right. like, I was like, I do not need to tell my mom my business every Mm-mm. night of my life. Because <laughs> well, I do what? not need all that feedback. Listen, I kind of feel like Heidi Klum and her daughter Lenny might have uh, that kind of relationship. Oh, and okay. here's why. Okay, so remember, I told you, I'm going to tell you something, and then we're going to decide whether it's adorable or annoying. Adorable or annoying, or maybe annoyable. Yep. So, Heidi Klum uh, drops her 18-year-old Lenny off at New York City College Place. I don't know which New school she goes College to. Place. I don't know which school she goes to, but it's in New York City. And then uh, I almost she, got in there. She was. Did you really? Yeah. No. Really? New York City College Place. Really? No. No. Did you apply there? No. no that's amazing. Uh, the New York yeah. City College Place. Uh-huh. That is a lot. A it's mossy, so elite that nobody knows league. about it. Nobody knows about it's it. It's not the Ivy League. It's, it's mossy. the Mossy League. Any who's whatsy? Okay, so eighteen-year-old Lenny moved to New York. Heidi Klum was on the Late Late Show with James Corden on Monday night, and she told a story about what it's like to be a mom to drop your oldest child off at school. And she said, uh, I called every two hours until she answered the phone. Heidi Klum called her daughter for every, every two hours two until hours. her daughter picked up the phone. Does her daughter not have text messages? Why do you have to call? Who calls? She wanted to talk to her, apparently. Okay. She said. Then she said, uh, like, she said, I had this, I called this week, and, like, every two hours I called again. I'm like, why don't you just call me back? 
Now I want the number of the roommate so I can bug the roommate if she doesn't pick up. Okay, so that's so. Is she being facetious about she's having some separation anxiety? Listen, I don't really know what's going on, but that's what I'm getting from the story. Is this? And I get that part is relatable, and this is why I was going to say, be careful. Well, this is why I asked the question: Is this adorable or annoying? Because I can build a case for like this sweet mom. Dropping her kid off for college at the first time for the first time, and then is like, I'm gonna check on her, and I just miss her so much. I'm gonna call her every two hours until I can talk. That to seems her. a little. I'm sorry, a little two hours seems a little pathological. Like yes. it's been two hours. I am now picking up the phone and calling again. I'm like, like she's one call probably doesn't fine. answer. Okay, I'm gonna let it go. We'll yeah. be, I'll be fine. I'm gonna go cry and you know do the things. Also, and I think like this too because I'm a youngest, so I think like this. If I'm like. I'm the other kids being like, oh, great. Mom can't handle dropping off the oldest. And like, we're just over here, like setting fires and like doing drugs. Like, (laughs) She doesn't care. She's so busy with the older kids. So that's the thing is that that's why I would find it annoying. Yeah. And at the same time, well, yeah, it's to me, it's mostly annoying. Yeah. And that said, I reserve the right in like mm, three say. years to have a whole different opinion. I was going to say, I feel like you're going to walk into it because it's like that thing you've always said about parenting, right? Yeah. Nobody tells you what it's really like. Well, you, and you have lots of opinions until yes. it happens, oh, meaning th- that was, stage of your life will probably be like an eye opener. I was the best parent in the world. Until you had children. Until I had children. (laughs) And then I was like, oh, I'm really bad at this. No, because everything changes and you realize that all the opinions you held about kids and parenting and how other people are doing it, you're like, oh, yeah, this isn't that easy. So I like yeah. my first reaction to that story is annoyable. Like, yeah. that's kind of what I thought, because, like, I get it. You understand the impulse, but at the same time, like, that kid's got to fly. Let that kick that child out of the, the yeah. nest. The best thing my parents ever did to me. Well, I shouldn't say that for me. When I look back, I am grateful that my parents had the approach of or that I left with the uh, the impression that I was on my own yep. and that I could handle it on my own yes. and that even though I wanted to, although I will tell you, I did not think like, oh, I wish I could just call my mom. I didn't want to call them. That wasn't who like, you I were. I had to force myself right. to interact with them, which, you know, was like a whole different thing. But like my my like I appreciated that boundary that they right. allowed me to have. You know, it's interesting because um, I remember because when I, I do was... know, sorry, really oh, no, quickly. I just, I wanted to finish that up by saying, I do know it was very hard for my mother without me knowing she yeah. had a very hard time with that. That's the secret of parenting yeah. though, is that it's not, e- it's not any easier for the parent, yeah. but our job is to create the, the, the space for our kids to believe that they can do it. Yeah. And like, for sure. My parents were like, you get one month to get back on your feet after you're done with college. You get one month under our roof. <laughs> we will pay for food. But you better be looking for an apartment. You better be looking for a job. You better be ready. In a month, you get one month. And I was like four days shy of that one month. And I I remember being like, I'm never going to be able to do this. And I'm pretty sure my parents were like, she's never going to be able to do this. Yeah. Well, and, actually, you know, they knew you could because that's why they gave you they, that expectation. They figured it. I mean, we all figured it yeah. out, right? Yeah. And like, but but I am that I am grateful for that. And it is something I've tried to give to my children yeah. and they already panic about it. Yeah. So 
you know. panic is good, right? Like, yes. I, again, I, I never thought of calling my parents. I knew that my parents were always there. Yeah. Never had to call the, in that favor, thank God, because I did have what I needed to do. Not everybody does. And so there's nothing wrong with asking for help because... That is also like a weird thing. Like there's some sort of nobility around like not needing anyone. Right. That's not that's, that's not necessarily not real. a great thing either. But yeah. But I do think there's a finite part of your life where it's important to like prove to yourself mm-hmm. with the help of others that you're capable of doing basic things on yeah. your own. Yeah. So I just want to say to Heidi Klum. Your child probably is more prepared for this yeah. than many You don't need to call other. her every two hours. Maybe, she'll be Maybe fine. every five. And she'll call you if she needs you. She's <laughs> fine. Trust, yeah. trust your stuff. Also, your mom is Heidi Klum. I mean, let's be real. I hope she raided her closet before she moved. You know that her kids are probably like, stay away because like you're Heidi Klum. Yeah, Because like, 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 I don't, oh want, God, I don't need that Heidi attention Klum. up in here. Right. Especially right? if you're youngest, or is the, this isn't her. This youngest. is her oldest. Oldest, okay. And then she's got three. So she, that's the one with the with the Italian businessman. And then she's got three younger kids with, with Seal. Seal. And I think they range in age from like twelve to sixteen, maybe. So she's gonna be doing this a few times. Yeah. By the time that youngest one goes, that like, youngest one is gonna be like, "Do I? Here's have some a mom? boxes. Yeah, bye." <laughs> Pack yourself. Drive yourself. When we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show, we're going to be packing our mouths with some food. Why, Bradley? Because it is cheat day. Every day at the Minnesota State Fair after this on My Talk 1071. Oh, you guys. It is an embarrassment of riches on the Colleen and Bradley show. My Talk 1071. Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley trainer. He'll be right back. Uh, oh, I think, he, Bradley, I have the I have forks and stuff over here. I think he went to get utensils. Uh, Colleen Lindster. Oh, no, there's more food. Oh, my word. But wait. It's like a buffet. There's more. Oh, my goodness gracious. Um, Holly will eat for you. Don't worry about it. Thank you. Um, I'm just going to say you missed out, girl. Oh, my gosh. Sorry. It literally is a buffet. Okay, so what are we doing? What do we got? What's happening? Did we do the cheat day already? No, we didn't do it. I'm so excited. I I forgot to do it. She's a little overwhelmed because it's our favorite thing at the fair to eat food. Not only do we do a cheat day on Friday every week here on the Colleen and Bradley Mm -hmm. show at the State Fair, we do a cheat day every day. Dirty, rotten cheetah. Cheat day taste test. Stick this in your mouth. We have so much food today, you guys, and it's thanks to two places that you can visit while you're out here at the fair. Depending on how much we get through, Colleen, we might just go into the next segment. Let's spread it out. Also, you know what? I'm just going to say we are because I'll tell you why later. Anyway, let's start with, Mm -hmm. uh, we are going to start with... Midtown Global Markets Arepa Bar. Okay, so we've got, I've got so many things. I've got, I believe these are three different arepas. You are correct, ma'am. I we see have a, a pork one. That is a pulled pork arepa. I a, see a chicken one. That's the queen arepa. Okay. And then that's, that's a vegan arepa. Okay, I was gonna, I was gonna say this looks very vegan. Yeah. Um, but de- and and delicious, I should say, not but delicious. And then what is this? Okay, so that's the pop. Uh, I don't. You guys, my Spanish. Well, uh, Papelon con limón. Okay, good. So uh, that's something with lemon. It's basically limeade with like real cane sugar. Ooh. Like natural, unrefined cane sugar. And in this heat, I'm thinking this is going to be I'm delightful. I'm so excited. To get, can I take a sip of that? Yeah, of course you can. So again, um, this all comes from Midtown Global, mm. Mar- uh, Midtown Global Markets Arepa Bar. Is this the one like the opposite of like... 
So it's today yes. through the rest of the fair. They were swip swa- swip swapping swip with swapping um, with yes with Andy's garage. Andy's garage is that correct? Yeah. Yes. Okay. So from today forward, you can go to the Arepa Bar at Mark uh, Midtown Global Market. Mm-hmm. Over in the, the international, the international, bazaar. yeah, that's what I meant. Sorry, yeah, thank you. Okay, so this, I want you to taste this because papelon con limon. It tastes like liquid dessert, like it's mm. refreshing mm. and very desserty. Yeah, but it's not like heavy. Mm-mm. Not like a rich dessert, like a. Mm. Oh, it's good. Very fresh. Oh, that is yummy. Que okay. Fresca. I kind of feel like for me, the queen arepa. Yeah, you go needs for it now. That's, that's like perfect on a hot day. I, I have been told because it's chicken. It's essentially like a. I'll tell you what it is. Yeah. Gluten-free crispy corn pocket. That's the arepa part. Pulled chicken and avocado. Mm. Uh, avocado puree salad topped with mozzarella cheese and fresh arugula. So it's like a chicken salad. Oh. It's cool, and uh, would be perfect for this weather. I love that you are literally taking. Well, a fork. I don't because you're going to eat it She's too, so, right? I don't well, want no, to Well, no, like, let's just do one each. Oh, unless you is, want... Okay, fine. I'm going to put my face in it then. I would say it sounds good to you. Just stick eat it in it. your pie hole. I'm going to stick it in my pie hole. Go Plus, to town, girl. P.S. I just want to say, I want to go on record that arugula <laughs> is a super favorite of mine. Arugula, yeah. Yes, exactly, because it's very flavorful. Okay, I'm going in and talk. All right, so again, the one she's having is the Queen Arepa, and that is like a basically a pulled chicken and avocado um, puree salad. Mm-hmm. Is it refreshing? Mm-hmm. Is it light? Mm-hmm. And who doesn't love a nice arepa? Okay. Just that corn. Mm. Masa. So here's the deal. You're here at the Minnesota State Fair. Everything, and I, this is not a diss, but everything is deep fried like within an inch of its life and on a stick. And you're like, can I just get something that isn't going to make me feel like a grease ball walking down the hot street. That's what this is. It's delicious. It's got all the good flavors. Like I said, I am a huge fan of arugula. So that little like spice, spicy green. Mm-hmm. And then you've got that, that shredded chicken and it's cold. Mm-hmm. So it's, it's meant to be cold. Mm-hmm. So it's literally like a chicken salad sandwich. Hold all the other heavy stuff that gets mixed in. This is yeah. all fresh. Yummy, and the uh, the corn, the masa cake is just yeah. like perfect. Yeah, it's like a pillow. It's perfectly. It's, it's, a, it's like a pillow that you're nestling into. I would sleep in it on a hot summer's day. I don't know. Anyway, the moral of the story is just this. But now, while you were talking, I actually yeah. was st- uh, stuffing my face with the pulled hey. pork arepa, and that is the same you know arepa with this time a slow roasted pork shoulder that has been slow roasted in red wine with vegetables. Mm. Cheddar cheese, cabbage, carrots, so it's got that, like, slaw component. Yeah. Green onions, parsley. And that is, like, equally, like, it's it's equally perfect for, like, if you are if you don't want something like something's super something's so heavy. heavy. Yeah. But right? it's still, like, super flavorful. Which I have to say, like, all the food we've tried this year has been super flavorful. Mm-hmm. That's the hardest part at the fair, honestly. And I love, again, some of my best friends are the fair. Some <laughs> of my best friends are the I fair. I love the fair food. But... If you just don't, like, you're here for the whole day, and you want to try things, but you don't want to feel heavy and, like, over... Yeah, good luck. You're just going to, like, we're all... But, but I, know what you mean. I know what you mean. This is perfect. It's yeah. so good. It's satisfying, too. Like, I don't want to undersell it in terms mm-hmm. of, like, being substantial. Like, you'll be full if you just had that for lunch. This is also perfect, like, if you're out at the fair, because a lot of people... We don't talk about this all the time, but a lot of people, like us... Mm-hmm. 
work at the fair. Yes. And you don't want to eat like a corn dog every right, day. Every if you're day. Out working at the fair. This would be a perfect lunch. That is true. That's actually that you actually put perfectly to words what I was thinking, which is like if you are a person who is a frequent visitor to the fair, it can be hard to find good choices of yeah. things. And actually, honestly, if you're just a person who it's prefers a good choice. Well, and it's it's satisfying without being like you're not going to need a nap afterwards. Exactly. Okay. Yeah, you're not going to like be beaten down by food. <sighs> Scale of zero to five cobras. I mm. want you to start with the papillon con limon, oh. that limeade with cane sugar. I super love this. That's a five. This is a five right? for me for yeah. sure because this is not something that you're probably going to have at home. Uh -huh. Um, but it is refreshing and delicious. And the arepa. I'm going to give the arepa. A five two actually right. yeah because it's just okay, real like, good and refreshing. Is anyone going to take us seriously? We've literally given all of our but food listen, fives, but it's totally worth it. I promise you. Can I also say I do want to say this too because I think this is an important thing to think about when you eat food on top of food on top of food on top of food. Yeah, and we're not doing that. We are singularly focused on one to two, maybe three, possibly four items say, a day. I will say like this is not going to be the first thing I want, but I'm telling you after about like you know. Four yeah. deep fried experiences. I'm gonna take a nice break and just refresh yes. the palate. Yes. Enjoy some, you know, vegetables. Yes. Like, I love I love some fresh. Well, cut you vegetables. love a salad. I do love You're a salad. You're a salad guy. I, I literally sit down at dinner when we have a salad and I go, mmm. I just love salad. And my partner's like, shut up. Like you say that every time. But, but anyway. But this so this is not this is something to get this beverage is something to get for sure. Because this is not on every street corner. And Go you ahead. know how we talked about like Super Sinful? Mm -hmm. That's coming next because mm. the Green Mill has dropped off another treat for our cheat day every day and apparently cheat day every segment. Why not? Let's that do sounds it. like a Guinness World Record <laughs> yeah. situation. Next year, every segment will have food. We're eating food. <laughs> All right, when we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show, we're going to eat more and you're going to listen to it after this on My Talk 1071. Eating. We're going to keep eating. We're going to keep cheating on the Colleen and Bradley show. My Talk 1071. I'm Colleen Lindstrom. That's Bradley Trainer. Yo. All right. So, um, We're lucky. Holly, let's can we do a cheat day double down? What does that even sound like? I don't know. We're going to oh, find out. Taste test. Sure. Stick this in your mouth. I almost burped right into the microphone as a pew pew. But that's yes. not that would be offensive you, to the Bessie. people who have donated the uh, things we're about to shove in our pie holes for the second time today. I know. Okay, so I am looking at these. She's like, your fingers are going to I want to closer. touch it and eat it. Well, no, go ahead and grab one. Okay. So for those of you who can't see, our second cheat day every day here at the State Fair. This is fun. Is uh, from our friends at Green Mill, who I feel like always have something new. And they've, you know, we've been trying their wares. Well, I mean, for many, many years mm -hmm. in general. But here at the State Fair, ever since we were over at the old spot, remember? Yes. Because um, they were just like just right down. Right across the, the street from yeah, us. Yeah, literally. Um, so they're back again this year with something fun and fabulous. And they have mini deep dish pizzas. I mean, Green Mill, known for their deep dish pizza. So they're bringing it to the fair. And what easier way to bring deep dish pizza to the fair than uh, with these little, little, I don't even want to call them personal pan pizzas. Mm -hmm. They're like muffins. Little personal pizza muffins. Mm -hmm. Puffins. Mm -hmm. Don't call them puffins because puffins are like endangered fish. That wouldn't be good, I don't think. No, well, this, anyway, is, this is in danger so, of getting in my mouth. Yeah, exactly. Did I say <laughs> fish? I meant bird. I know. Yeah, thank you, words. Mm -hmm. Um, 
endangered birds. Flying, swimming, birds. whatever. I'm just looking at these pizzas and I want to eat, so I'm going to stop yeah, talking. Get in there. But before I do, I want to tell you what it is for the audience yeah. who can't see. Or why don't you describe it? Well, okay, so it's like a eat that. Um, it's like a it, it's it's like they put the crust into a muffin tin, and then they stuffed it with all the happy goodness that you want in a pizza. So we've got pepperoni, we've got mm, cheese, mm, we got all that sauce. Mm, it's mm, dusted with mm, a, mm. I know, right? It's dusted with uh, like some Parmesan cheese on the top, or as my children call it, snow. And it's got all the flavors of the pizza, but it's like perfect. This is like a portable hap- happy pizza. And you get two per order. Oh, really? Yeah, so you get two per order. It's just five bucks. And oh. you get, um, or no, not five bucks. I, that's for slices. I don't know how much these are. Do we know? Seven bucks for the two. And then they also have uh, slices of hand-tossed pizza mm. for five bucks. Still one of the best deals at the fair. But I just want to say this. Hand-tossed that in my mouth. You know, you said muffin, but it's like, it's almost like, I get where you're going, mm-hmm. but almost like a popover. Like, mm-hmm. you know how, like, popovers mm-hmm. are just like... Like pillows, Mm -hmm. and these are pillows filled with love. And by love, I mean molten cheese and sauce. I love sauce. Mm -hmm. And Green Mill sauce is amazing. Yeah, and that's like just the right amount. Yeah. And it's not like super messy. Super shareable. Yeah. Well, yeah, especially because there's two. Get one little pepperoni down here. I know. I did. Look at, we got a whole bunch of pepperonis. It's so exciting. Mm, 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 mm. I know that's good, right? Okay. Okay, you keep chewing. It's hard not to give everything we try a five, honey. Yeah, but it's all fives. I'm going to say five. Fair. I mean, you they could don't quibble. Like, you can't get you know, a people four will, in the door here. Here's what I think we should do. What? Because, honestly, I'm just giving everything that I would actually get at the fair a five. Yeah, meaning, I would totally get this. Meaning, like, when I come back to the fair on Saturday mm-hmm. with Jamie, this will be on the list of things we get. The Arepa will be on the list of things we yeah. get. The Tot Dog will be on the list of things mm-hmm. we get. I can't think of anything we wouldn't that we've tried. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah. But what I was going to suggest is maybe at the end of this experience, because we have tried something or many things each day that we maybe rate. That's actually the not the worst idea. In terms of like of the things we've tried, what was our favorite? Like I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to get them in this order. Yeah. We'll yeah. have to do that tomorrow, by the way, because otherwise the fair's over yeah. and then it's pointless. So we'll do that. Um, ooh, that's delicious. That's a five. It's so good. It's a five. That's easy five. Thank you, Green Mill. Again, that's Thank over you, Green at Green Mill. Mill. They're uh, personal. Well, not personal. They're mini deep dish pizzas. Yeah, but they're per personal. Order. And the, that dough, by the way, it's not like, you know, coming out of some like machine somewhere. No, that's it's real. made uh, fresh daily. Oh, yeah. Fresh mozzarella cheese. Pepperoni, yum! It's really good. Okay, I'm gonna eat while you talk. Fine, you do that. Okay, so uh, I do have a D bag to share with you. Uh, right. So let's get to the uh, that D bag. Presenting Lord and Lady Douchebag of the Day. Are we blowing away? Oh my God! Did I? Did my pizza just fly away? I think it did. Did you finish eating it? Did or it, did it hit just you fly? out there? No. no. I just went this way. All right, it's over I'll go here get somewhere. It. Uh, maybe not. I don't know. Okay, so my D-bag is some person. We don't even know their name. Oh, great. Yeah, but he used to date Sharon Stone. Did you hear this story? No. Sharon Stone is like, basically was like, I was dating a younger man. Sharon Bleepin Stone. This man was a lucky man. He was dating Sharon I would say, Yeah, I was going to say, any man Stone. who got to date Sharon Stone, probably very lucky. Right. But so this is, by the way, uh, this is all uh, coming out in an interview for Vogue Arabia, where 
She is on the uh, September 2022 cover. Um, and she explained that there was a younger man that she was dating recently. And uh, in a conversation, she explained, like, listen, like, I've had a lot of Botox in my life, and I'm just not about that life anymore. So I'm mm. not going to do the Botox thing anymore. And he was like, really? And she was like, yeah, really. I'm, you know, I've been there, done that. And now I'm just going to, like, let it roll. And he was like, then I'm rolling out. He broke up with her because she said she didn't want to get Botox Because anymore. she didn't want to. Well, that's stupid. Sharon Stone. I don't think I would care. I mean, I would I'd date like, Sharon I'd, Stone. Yeah, which that is headline is news right there. Yeah, but, for a couple of reasons. I mean, it probably wouldn't work to her advantage. I don't know. She'd probably be but happy. But I would put up with it. I mean, for the sake of Sharon being Stone. with a fabulous, wealthy, A-list celebrity. Okay. Who's gorgeous. Yeah. She's 64 years old. Yeah, she looks Sharon fabulous. Stone. She is a 10 at all times. Uh, and yeah, this this man she was dating asked her if she used Botox. And she said... It would probably be really good for your ego and mine if I did. And then she said, but I don't, and I'm not gonna anymore. Was she this said, in the context of him being like, hey, could you get a little work done? Because you're looking really, kind of dusty. That's not, you know, she doesn't, this is how classy she is. She doesn't specify how that, how it came up, like in what way it came up, sure. just that it did come up. Yeah. That he asked her if she got Botox. And she was like, not really. All right. And she said she saw him one more time. And then he wasn't interested in seeing me anymore. So she said, if you don't see me for more than that, you'll please find your own way to the exit. Mm. I love her for yeah. that, by the way. Well, she's also Sharon Stone. She kind of she can calls do that. the shots. Right. She can totally do that. But yeah, she said there were times in her fame where she would get Botox and filler, etc. Um, she said, and then, and I didn't realize this. Um, she had a massive stroke and a nine-day brain hemorrhage, and she said I had to have over 300 shots of Botox and filler to make one side of my face come up again. Oh, my God. And so she said, I just don't... She said that that changed her perspective on cosmetic procedures. Oh, I'm sure. She said they went from being a cute luxury to some kind of massive, painful neurological need. Uh, and she just said that she's not she's not interested in doing it anymore. So... Yeah, you know, it's so interesting, that whole, like, medical... Um, the non-cosmetic use of Botox. Mm -hmm. There's actually... I have a nurse friend who was explaining, like, some of the other ways that they use Botox, like in organs and body parts mm. to like do things it's so fascinating that well, yeah. you forget that it's not just for you know those of us who want to look a little fresher right around the edges right i think i've said this before too but i just think it's so bizarre because i do this i do it i'm not gonna lie i get botox in my forehead um is anybody and, lying about botox anymore well i don't know i feel like the kardashians might but I get Botox in my forehead so that I don't have wrinkles in my forehead. And then I think about that and I think, well, that's ridiculous. Whoever told me we shouldn't have wrinkles in our forehead? We get wrinkles. That's normal. Yeah. Well, but it's true. I keep doing it. Yeah. They're taking my money. I, I just love the way you feel after. I mean, I don't care. It's just my opinion. Yeah. But like, I think it really releases a lot of the tension in your face oh, that we like, carry around and you don't realize you're carrying around. Yeah, that's a fact. Because like it paralyzes but your I, muscles we, and then you can't no, scowl exactly. All the that's time. exactly what, what it does. And I get mm -hmm. it. I, I'm just too, like, I forget to get it done. And then it, mm. like, you know, then it's just my droopy face again. No, you got to get on a rewards <laughs> program and you got to make the next appointment when you're at I'm your sure last appointment. I'm sure the audience is loving us. Like, uh, actually, I get a little bit of Well, this, I just want that whoever that. that was that was trying to date Sharon Stone, I want you to know <laughs> Sharon Stone doesn't need Botox. No, she's fine. The rest of us might. 
And that's she's Sharon Stone. Reality. Yeah. Yes, she is Sharon Stone. When we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show, Bradley, I have to tell you uh, about this narrative that our friend Hillary Baldwin, she's not our friend. Hillary Baldwin is trying to push. Yeah. Okay. We call her Hillary. Her like she says her name is Hilaria, but that's she was born Hillary. That's her chosen name. That's yeah. Hilaria is her chosen name. Hillary is her given name, and we address her as such. She is the person you might remember who forgot how to say cucumber while saying how do you say cucumber. Mm. As if she didn't no, speak English does. as her native language, even though English she, is very much her native language. She was born in Massachusetts. And likes to speak with a what she perceives, I think, to be a Spanish accent? I believe so. Yeah, I don't know. Correct. But interesting. Because her parents really liked Mallorca. Yeah, it's they had a, like a fancy place yeah. in Mallorca. Anywho, that's that's our that's our baggage with Hillary Baldwin. <laughs> um, but I'm, I'm going to have a little more baggage when we come back because she's pushing this narrative and I just, I, it's not working for me and I want to tell you about it when Fabulous. we come back after this on My Talk 107.1. Welcome back. Hi. To the Colleen and Bradley show. My talk 1071. I'm Colleen Lindstrom. That's Bradley Trainer. Hi. I I have to tell you, it's so funny because like I don't eat lunch until we get food. That's my lunch. Whatever comes to us at, at the, the fair. At the fair. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And like I am I like shove as many bites in as possible in the break. And then now I want a nap. Great. That it's works worth for it. all no, 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 of us I'm good, who I'm want good. to hear your I'm gonna get sugared up with fabulous this thing. wit and wisdom. Uh, yeah, they're fine. You're fine. Okay, so can we talk about Hillary Baldwin? Yes. Hilaria, a.k.a. Hillary Baldwin, is always saying stuff about how... Well, basically, she's like a reverse troll, if that's a thing. Yes. So, like, she... she well, actually, no, she's troll... Oh, gosh. I don't want to use words because it makes it sound like I'm making fun of her. Well, you better use words because we got... I know, right? <laughs> I should say names. I don't want to... Uh, it sounds it. like I'm calling her names, uh-huh. and that's not what I mean to do. What I'm saying is what the behavior she's exhibiting seems very, like, baiting of trolls. Right. Baiting of trolls. Uh-huh. Like She's a troll she's, baiter. She's putting out troll bait, mm-hmm. and then waits for the trolls to show up, and then has a readied clap back. Okay, which is so funny. I'm so glad you said that, because that's exactly what she's doing here. And she's trying to tell us... That we are saying something to her that I don't think anybody's saying. Now, I'm not going to pretend like people in the world don't say things. Like, they do. But I just don't think this is as big of a deal as she's making it. So, first of all, I would like to say shame on Us Magazine. Because they share a quote from her, but they do not tell you where it is, where it came from. So I had to make the assumption that it came from her Instagram, which then led me to do a deep dive on her Instagram, which I did not want to do. Thank you. I'm glad you did it because I didn't want to do that. I watched her do all kinds of yoga, some headstands, a lot. Okay, with six babies juggling six babies. Well, thank you for saying that, Bradley. Children, they're not all babies, actually. Because that's what she's uh, biatching about. It's about how people judge her for having so many kids. So she is clapping back at people who are judging her for having too many kids? Correct. Okay, well, first tell me what she says. She says, when people ask or comment about how many kids we have, we often go to silly and very self-deprecating jokes on my part. Um, She says, I love to laugh at myself, so it's all good. Uh, it keeps me sane. All jokes aside, however, I'm grateful for this experience. So what she's trying to say is, don't be rude about all my kids. I like it. It's fine. I'm grateful. You jerks. But 
I don't know who she's calling jerks because I really don't think anybody's talking about how many children they have except for them. Well, and the only thing I can imagine, again, if it's trolls, I would just say, like, you know, if people show up and they're like, why do you have so many kids? That's what a troll would sound like, yeah, by the way, because they live under a bridge. Isn't that where trolls mm-hmm. live? Mm-hmm. Bill, three Billy Gro- Groats, Guff, Goats, Gruff, Gruff. Gruff. And um, they all lived under the bridge. And then they came out uh, and put I, comments on the internet. Yeah, I think that's actually the actual <laughs> fable. I think they need to redo that fairy tale for the the age of social media. Anyway, Agreed. the moral of the story is, like, I understand if people show up as trolls and they're like, you're dumb for having six kids. That's stupid. Okay, fine. Like, y- mm-hmm. you know. But I would just say that's trolls. And yeah. the internet is ripe with them. If you show up on the internet, it's going to happen. Best to, I just, I still, I know it's 2022. And I know I'm like old fashioned, but don't feed the trolls because right. once you feed the troll, it's only a more. matter of time before you are the troll. Mm. Because, and we need look no further mm-hmm. than Hilaria Baldwin because she's now trolling us by highlighting the trolls and right. then having a comeback. The thing I was going to say though is that that's not quite what it sounds like with this story. With this story, it sounds like maybe it's a situation where. You know how, like, when you interact with people, like, you meet people and they notice a thing about you and then there's, like, they say the thing about you. For example, you Mm. have kids that are twins. Yeah. And I bet that people come up to you with, Mm -hmm. like, pre-made or pre, like, cookie-cutter twin responses. Oh, you must have your hands full. Yeah, right? Yeah. And I wonder if that's the kind of things that she's talking about, which to which I would say, like... Usually when people say uncomfortable things about something that's right in front of them, it's because they haven't thought about it. Right. They're not thinking about it. And they are just trying to make conversation, and it's usually awkward. Right. Or maybe it's something that they see as unique or different, and they want to make note of it, but they don't know how to do so artfully. Oh, six kids. You probably have your hands full. But here's the other... This is the other angle I'm taking with this. When it comes to Hillary Baldwin and, frankly, Alec Baldwin... Both of them like to live in the victim area of the, <laughs> the world. Victim area. I'm, but am yeah. I not right? I mean, yeah. they do. They like to paint a picture, even if it's not of a bad thing, right? It's not a bad oh, we thing just to have a whole bunch of kids. She's just like they're people also are two of the most privileged about, people yes. in New York. I mean, like, why would I feel sorry for these two? Right, but but what she's doing there artfully, and I will say she is actually doing it artfully, is what she's trying to do is. By telling everybody how grateful she is for the life that she has, she's also trying to say, and like people say things about us all the time. Like, you don't know how hard it is to be successful. But so it is this weird so balance hard. of like, I'm a victim, but I'm when you're fine successful, with it. people come for you. Oh. Okay, I'm sorry. I just, I can't with either of them. It's not, Thank we, you. We, ha- we are very empathetic people. Do not mistake us. We, are we just not don't bitches. play them on the radio. <laughs> we are very bitchy <laughs> on the radio. It's fine. It's celebrities. Mm-hmm. I like, it's not that I have no humanity for Hilaria. It's just that like every other day, she, to your point, is coming to us and with telling the grievances me what I that think. she has. Yeah. And you're like, girl, what do you like? I wasn't even in the conversation. Yeah. So some of that, I think, goes to Us Magazine because they, you know, made a thing out of this. But her Instagram is well, I was going to say, Us Magazine would have nothing if it were not for her social media. Uh, that is a fact. Because that's all they're doing is repurposing her social media. It's By the way, fact. that's all tabloids do anymore because they're lazy. Yeah. 
Do, do you want to know? Unlike us, Thank who you. are very well prepared. Do you want to know more of what she does on her Instagram? Of course I do. So she does a lot Yoga of... Yoga poses? Like, she's really into handstands right now. So she's... I don't know how... I don't under... People who do handstands are handstand people. Yeah. They do handstands everywhere. They are on vacation doing handstands. handstands. They are at the grocery store. Handstands. handstands. And, and they have to post it every time on social media. Mm-hmm. I, I say this because I have these people in my life. Okay, wait. I said handstands, but she's doing headstands. But still, oh, she would be a handstander. But she's same a headstander. Thing. It's same, same. Whatever you're standing on. It's like, look at this on. thing I can do. I go upside down. I guess I'm a leg stander. And I post leg you, stand photos all the I've time. I've been meaning to talk to you about this. You've been really braggy about your leg standing. <laughs> look at me on two legs. <laughs> no, Hillary Baldwin's the type of person, if you took a yoga class with her, she'd be doing handstands and flips and other things before the class even started. Yeah. yeah. And you're like, oh, okay, I see what's going on. Yeah. You want us to know that That's like somebody, you're the best that's like somebody in crossfit who starts doing muscle ups you don't care but yeah like while you're warming up you're like oh that dude wants us to know he's real good at crossfit yeah yeah everybody has every yeah. every every area of life so what else has did you see person. on her social media like i said she gets real headstandy but she does it she wants you to know that the reason she gets headstandy is because she's trying to take the pressure off of her tailbone because she's pregnant. Now, look, I'm going to tell you all something. I forgot I she babies. was pregnant. Well, yeah, that's the other thing. She's pregnant. Because they had a baby via surrogate. At the same time that they had a baby. Do we think that that was, like, not, that was a surprise? So, you know what? It's funny because I don't, I don't, generally I don't. Not that I care I don't. Matters, I get, but. like, nervous dabbling with people's fertility because it's super, yeah. like, that, it's a tender space. Totally fair. But, but if I were to speculate, because she has said about this current pregnancy that this was a surprise so my wondering is did they go the surrogate route and then she got pregnant and then they thought that that was the last time and then she got pregnant again do you see what i mean like i know that there's a story there and she's basically said like it's nanya and she's right it really isn't for sure but but people have questions people wonder but i don't go um, around going like how do you well and even if i thought to myself girl six kids my second thought is, well, my second thought is it's none of your business, but so I wouldn't say it to her. Right. But my the, the next thought I would have is like, well, if you're going to have six kids, you know, I guess there's, you know, like better to have all the resources. Yes. And they do. Oh, they're fine. Yeah. Um, I will say this is one of the things that's like hard for me to digest when I look at pictures of her family is like everything in their house is white. Everything. That's not And real. they've got two toddlers sitting on a white, on a white chair upholstered chair you don't chair. see the like 20 people behind the camera that have just like dry cleaned that thing i was like this does not give me good feelings i have anxiety watching this those children are going to ruin that chair you don't get nice things if you have kids you don't get to do that i made the mistake too i got the most i had the most beautiful I loved it so much. Coffee table. And that thing was like pristine for all of five minutes. And then I was like, it's like broken. It's gone now. It's like, I cry about it every once in a while, but I got it at Schneiderman's. I don't even think they make it anymore. I'm like devastated about it. You You know what? I might. Okay. Thank you. Thanks, Hilaria. Thanks for hearing me. (laughs) When we come back, I'm so excited. Our friend Kat Perkins is going to join us. Because she's been real busy lately, and we got lots of questions about it. We love her so much. She's going to be on stage with us here at uh, the MyTalk booth at MyTalk 107.1 after this.